Off balance. Yeah. Hey, what's going on? It's your boy, Headphone Joe. You're listening to Tears from the Press Box, and I'm here with my co-host, as always. What's up, everybody? Brennan Tassif coming to you live from New York City. Live from the city that never sleeps. Sometimes it naps, though. Takes a hard nap. Good nap. Uh, especially their football teams. Um, Brennan. Yes. We had a week in the NFL. We're going to yes. get to it. We had a we had a week in college. And we're going to get to yeah, it. Yeah, we did. I think it was the last week of college. Uh, yeah, I think college is over. College, college is done. Uh, and we've had uh, some very incorrect predictions in MLB. <laughs> I was so wrong. <laughs> I think every team I picked lost. <laughs> Me too. Um. And we had a lot of other things going on in a lot of the sports. Some sports that I, only I love, yeah. Uh, but we'll get to it right now because it's time for ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kick off. Here we go. Damn it, man! I missed. Uh, next week's gonna be the last, I think the last opportunity. I keep forgetting to clip this soundbite. It's a wrestler, and he says, "We're gonna go to London." And I keep forgetting to grab it for the London game. Uh, but we're starting off in jolly old London. Uh, yes. Brennan's team stayed it's, the week. What, what is this? What, speaking of stayed the week. Uh, this was the game of the week. The game of the week. Um, Brennan's team stayed the week in uh, their second home, jolly old London. I wonder if anybody has like a flat that they just... Like, oh yeah, I could imagine. Like I think Trevor had. I mean, just get a flat, rent it out every other week of the year. You know. Yeah, because we're there for two or three weeks a year. Exactly. So and then it was you, funny. It, it's your bye week next, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you're no, there no, for no, 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 no. Home of Colts. Oh wow. Yeah. Damn, so so three home games technically in a row. Well, the Bills game was technically an away game. Oh wow, that's so okay. It was home away home, uh, and it was interesting because okay, okay, that seems fair. Cause I was like, man, they just stole an extra home game for you. No, everything you're saying, <laughs> everything you're saying makes total sense. And I was like, oh, we're in London all the time. We'll have more fans than the Bills will at this game. I was very wrong. Yeah. I don't know if they're front runners or bandwagon or I don't know, but that stadium was very blue and red. Um, well, it's also their colors, like their country colors. Uh, but I very saw there, there there were a few Jags people. There was that guy who was all done up yeah, in with the uh, like a Jag- Jaguar mask. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but um, Brennan, we have a couple. We have a couple. Uh, oh, I didn't do the joke that I meant to do. I was going to say, I was just going to change the team every week and say, are the Jags the new best offense? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I Can't guessed. do it this week. Not Can't with two strip sacks. No. But, um, Brandon, correct me if I'm wrong. Is this the third win over the Bills? Because there was the six to nine two years ago, our first year doing this. Yep. And then, did you guys, I think you guys beat them last year as well. Yep. Okay, so 
My question to you is, do the Jags have the Bills number? And do the Bills have a defensive injury problem? Because we had Matt Milano get carted off. I think there was a defensive tackle that got hurt in this game. Um, that was on top of a few injuries they were coming into this game with. Uh, did Von Miller play? I, I, I didn't get up for this. So I can say that now. Von Miller played 18 snaps. Okay. Okay. So he's still working his way back. But that was his first game. So, Brendan, this is really five minutes for you uh, or whenever you feel like talk, stop talking uh, to kind of just go on about your team who got a really, really good win. Uh, Two-game win streak to kind of right the ship after a one-and-two start. Yeah, so um, this game <clears throat> goes back to the Texans game at the beginning of the season when I was like, we're making too many mistakes. There's too many dumb penalties. Like, we can't, we, we have all these offensive weapons and we can't put it together, blah, blah, blah. And a lot of people keep bringing up the defense. Like, oh, they spent all this capital on these first round picks and they can't get a pass rush. And I agree with that. But I've always had a special place in my heart for Josh Allen mainly because the three or four times I've met him, he's been very sweet. Uh, the, but other, like, the other Josh Allen. No, the Josh sorry, Allen. Sorry, sorry. Defensive John, Josh Allen. Yes. Um, but so, and I, we all know he's good because he has these spurts. He did it two years ago in the Allen versus Allen game. He had like three sacks, an interception, a forced fumble. Uh, so we know the potentials there. Uh, I've been saying it since we drafted Kayvon. I, it's he's a force, but like, it's not getting put together. It seems like on the field, he doesn't, he only has like four pressures this entire season. Whereas, uh, who was the player yesterday? They got like 11 pressures in one game, uh, uh for the, the Steelers Hightower, not, uh, not TJ oh, Watt, but Hightower had 11 pressures other, in that game. The Goldilocks yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's just very frustrating because we put we invest all this into the defense and it, it doesn't seem like we can get it done. But then we have games like against the Chiefs where they only score 17 points and then games against the Bills where we were in control of this entire game. Uh, the same thing I've been saying, it's a very young team, so there's sloppy offensive play, uh, as in the Trevor Lawrence getting strip sacked in the red zone twice. And we still were in command of this game. Like at no point during those strip sacks was I was like, oh, that's it. Game's over. We lost. Uh, Travis Etienne had his coming out party. And the funniest tweet I ever saw. What? I was in no, because his tweet kind of dovetails oh, yeah. with me. I sat him. The finally. funniest. The funniest tweet I've ever seen in my life was Travis Etienne. You sent it to me tweeting. I went against myself this week in fantasy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I but, was very upset. Oh, I, I've, you've opened a portal for a tangent here. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so last week, they played the Falcons, a team that's not great defensively. Uh, and he struggled. It was a yeah. tough game for him to get things going. They kept giving him the ball, but he just couldn't get going. Couldn't get it. Like, they gave him the touches, and he just couldn't make any inroads. So, so coming off of the game where the Bills kind of – quieted the Dolphins' rushing attack and passing attack and all-around offensive attack after we <laughs> thought the Dolphins In were general. the greatest thing to walk the planet. Uh, I was like, oh, if he struggled against the Falcons, he's definitely going to struggle against the Bills. Let me let me get ahead of this. Let me take him out. Let me put Terry McLaurin in because Terry McLaurin just went crazy against the Eagles. So let me, he obviously got to go crazy against Chicago. Threw the ball to him like five times for the whole game. And Travis Etienne has the game of his life with a, over yeah. 150 yards from scrimmage and with two touchdowns. 184. Unbelievable. 
Yeah, and it was definitely one of those things where they know he's good, and Tra- Trevor trusts Travis. They play together in college. They won a national championship together. They're very close. So he will keep giving him the ball. He will audible to a run if it presents itself. Like he doesn't, there is no lack of trust there. It's just Travis is the kind of runner where he needs to, like, he's not a patient runner. He's kind of very downhill. So it's it's one of those things where if the hole closes up, it closes up. Like he's not stopping in the backfield uh, like Le'Veon Bell used to do, where he would literally just stop in the backfield and like look around for a spot and then go. Travis is more of a downhill runner. So he, they kept giving him the ball and then he got that spurt where everyone thought he was tackled at the line and then popped out and we're like, Oh, it's over, baby. Like it's, we got him. Uh, the, I wanted to address something, the defensive injuries for the bills. This is devastating for them. Matt Milano, who's probably just behind Fred Warner is one of the best linebackers in the mm-hmm. NFL out with a broken femur. It looks like, so Oof. he's gone for the season. They had um, Darius white the week before the Achilles. week before. Yep. Uh, and uh, Achilles, sorry, Achilles. They've had uh, quite a few injuries. They, uh, Von Miller is still on a, a pitch count, yeah. so they're not really playing him a ton. Uh, Rousseau, I thought was going to be a kind of a breakout star. He kind of was last week, and then this week he was very quiet. I think he got dinged up last week too. So the Bills need to figure out what's going to happen on defense. But I say it all the time: it's three tenths of a second difference between an All Pro and then just a regular player in the NFL. So I think there people will step up and they'll be okay. It's the offense, though. Only putting 20 points on this terrible, quote-unquote, terrible Jaguars defense. They need to be worried about their offense. Um, And, I mean, I feel like there's things that they can clean up, obviously. Uh, Josh Allen, look, there's going to be good Josh Allen games. There's going to be bad Josh Allen games. There's going to be mediocre Josh Allen games. Two touchdowns, one interception. They couldn't really get the run game going like they did in – the last couple weeks. Um, so, yeah, there, there's things. I mean, to me, the thing they've had to clean up for like the last three years is establish some sort of run where your quarterback doesn't have to. We've know, been talking about it, yeah. Give up his body play after play. They only ran the ball a total of, I mean, non-Josh Allen runs eight times, ten times total. You're not being yeah. – Anybody really like nope. <laughs> it's it, you're going to be hard pressed to just pass a team to death, um, especially a team on their home turf. So he's like you're from London. Uh, the next game we got here, Brennan, uh, classic AFC North matchup, a blood battering, um, a mangling of the beautiful game, the game that can be so beautiful. We have the Baltimore Ravens going into Aquashire Stadium. Hate that name. I miss Is that what it's called now? Yeah, they they changed it from Heinz Field. Like last year, they went into Aquashire Stadium. Stop saying it. (laughs) I'm just happy I can say I I I have not said it until now. (laughs) They went into Heinz Field. Uh, uh, my guy on the red zone, he said it once, and I was like, damn, that is right. Scott Hanson. Rid of the Hines. Yeah, Scott Hanson. I was like, they did get rid of Hinesville. So, yeah. Baltimore went into Aquashire Stadium. They were up for most of this game. Uh, they had a stranglehold on it at 10-3, to 3, if you can call that a stranglehold. Um, and then, in the end, Pittsburgh flipped the script. They got a, a pump block in the end zone, uh, which led to a safety. They got a 
I know they got the um, George Pickens touchdown. They gonna come after that? Ah, they got a field goal afterwards to extend it. I think that's after Lamar's uh, interception or the fumble. I think, but um, yeah, Lamar had flashes of looking good this game. I have my defense for Lamar here in a second. Um, but, Brennan, how does Mike Tomlin keep – how does he keep getting away with this? Because Mike Tomlin knows what he's doing. Mike Tomlin engineers pass rush and defense. And like I said, Hightower had 11 pressures. Nobody talks about that because J.J. or T.J. Watt and, and, like became a blend of him and his brother and like really upset this game. Highsmith. Highsmith. What was I saying? Hightower? Yeah. Okay. Hightower like, is the okay. former Patriot from yes, a while ago. Yes. Uh, Dante Hightower. Yeah. But it was, uh, Tomlin is a great coach. And I, what was it, two years ago where I was not a believer when Big Ben was a shell of his former self. And I was like, there's no way Tomlin, you know, doesn't have a losing record. There's no way he can do this. It was always the defense carrying him. It was the ownership. Everyone loves playing for like Tomlin couldn't do this. And then he did it. He literally went, what was it? Eight, eight and one. Like he yeah, did like it. Yeah, like eight and one. Like and I was like, okay, it's Tomlin. Well, that I'm might be like the last. Wait, have we only been, we haven't only been doing this show in the. No, we did the one sixteen. No, no, no. Okay. no it was one sixteen game season. Okay. And then the next year was 17. Uh, but yeah, Mike Tomlin is, he is him. He is the dude. Uh, Guy's good, man. Yeah, he can motivate his players. I, I'll never forget, was it five or six years ago when he was quoting Gladiator in a press conference? And I was like, <laughs> let's fucking go, dude. The guy doesn't blink, man. No. Um, so, And this defense is good. This defense is very good. Let's not forget Minka Fitzpatrick, who's an all-pro captain. Anyone would love to have him as a, as a leader of the defense, is in that secondary. Uh, and he's still in the prime of his career. He's not old. I mean, he's like 27. Yeah, I'll uh, say he's not that old at all. No, and I oh, God, I remember when they got they fleeced the Dolphins. Yeah, for they him. traded uh, for him. But it's, it's Tomlin knows how to coach. They play 26. each other all the time. Yeah, that's 26 I, or 28. My eyes there. deceiving me. No, that's 26. <laughs> Also, the big thing is these the inner division. Like when we lost to Houston, uh, I wasn't that like frantic about it because these teams play each other all the time. Yeah, they, they know coach each, each other. Yeah, they know each other super well. Uh, I have one question because this is your account, Joe. Yes. Lamar, former MVP Lamar, got his contract Lamar. Yep. What happened? It was a bonehead can, throw. Can I, can I, can I do this? Can I, can I? It's not his fault. <laughs> it's not his fault. Now, it's not his fault they lost the game. No, the interception, I agree with that. the fumble, those are his fault for okay, sure. Okay, okay. Those are his faults. Aaron they throw, just came at the just a worst bad time. decision. Um, and fumble just <clears throat> couldn't feel off the pressure. Those two yeah. just those two mistakes, those are on him. Those are unforgivable. The loss, he put a ball. In Zay Flowers' hands, and there was 40 yards of free green grass, and he dropped, he dropped it. it. I was like, God damn it. Are we Hollywood? 
I had flashbacks to Hollywood Brown all over again. I was like, no, this can't no, be no, no, it. No, 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 this no, is no, not no, no, what no, no, we no. signed up for. Yeah, it's, well, the, it's have... the John Barenthal thing. No, 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 yeah. no, no. <laughs> didn't Duvernay drop a pass in the end zone? Uh, no, it wasn't Duvernay, Brandon. That was the next one I was getting to. Rashard Bateman. Bateman. Dropped a gimme in the end. He batted it down better than a DB. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Catch the ball, hands to chest. That would have been a touchdown. That would have put them, both of those plays put them uh, at 24 points when the Steelers still have three. This game would have not been close whatsoever. Lamar was trying to, he, he ended up getting a little Josh Allen syndrome, a little uh, Superman. A little Cam Newton syndrome. He tried to be Superman. He tried to save the day. And that is, that's not where his game thrives. Uh, for the most part, I mean, nobody really thrives in that. More people are going to take losses there than wins. You're going to have your certain outliers who have like as however many comebacks, but usually it's for a longer career. Like, but the reason why it doesn't, yeah, the reason out. why it's such a cool thing, the reason why we're like, oh, it's he's so Superman rare because <laughs> it doesn't happen. Exactly. Yeah. So he tried his best, um, and he probably held onto the ball a little too long in some places. Uh, Odell Beckham. So I saw a tweet. This is, these are not my words. This is a tweet I saw. Somebody said, "Yeah, it's about time to get the podcast equipment." Um, wow. Only saying because it, it was very funny. Uh, Odell Beckham is still really good, really talented. Odell Beckham can't stay healthy for 60 minutes on a football field. Nope. Um, he left this game. He came back to this game. He was the intended target of the interception. Um, I don't know if it was miscommunication, a wrong read, a wrong route. Uh, it just looked discombobulated, but I will take those fantasy points. Shout out to Joey Porter Jr., uh, making his dad proud. Interceptions in two games this far this season. Um, when I needed them most. So shout out to him. But um the Ravens, the Ravens kind of do this, man. They they have inexplicable losses where they should have wins. Like similar to um they had a few last year, but they had the one with the Colts this year. That I'd blame more on the <laughs> the refs for not calling that PI against oh, St. Yeah. Flowers. But uh they no team is mistake free. No team is perfect unless you're the Eagles and the 49ers. Um but yeah. 49ers, yeah, you're right. Indy. Uh but yeah, like so I'm not I'm not blaming Lamar for this loss. Um I, I just think Pittsburgh stepped up and played the game they needed to play. They they needed the breaks they needed and they made the plays they needed at the time they needed some. Yeah. Now, I, I want to ask you real quick, because in the preseason, obviously, Pittsburgh, Kenny Pickett looks fantastic and uh, there's all this hype around it. But I've heard too many people talk about and I've seen it firsthand, like the preseason doesn't it doesn't we know it doesn't matter. But also, like I've heard people legitimate who are commentators now be like, oh, yeah, when I played in the NFL in the preseason, the defense gave us the same coverage. So I just kept throwing the same ball and everyone's like, yeah. this guy's the, Danny Cannell's the next, you know, <laughs> John Elway. And he was like, no, they just kept giving me the same coverage. Yeah, they're going to play nothing. bass. They're going to play yeah, some. That's shell, something yeah. we could put on the list, actually. Um, yeah, that's kind of a meandering. But, um, well, it's super inside baseball. But I, yeah, I did want to say. If we had an hour 30, that's a question. They're both <laughs> at three and two. 
And yeah. I definitely trust the Ravens more at this at their three and two, even yeah. despite the injuries, than I do the Steelers at three and two. My thing with the Ravens, um, though I trust them more than Pittsburgh here, is you have you're introducing too much randomness now. Yeah. Now, like Cincinnati's finally getting their groove Oof. back. They're two Burrow and three. is grooving. Um, Call him Stella. So that 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 lead you could have had in your own division, you've now shrank what could have been a two game lead, a three game lead. So, yeah, yeah. Alrighty, on to the next one. Uh, Brennan, my Philadelphia Eagles went out west. Uh, Played in the four o'clock window, so I couldn't take my traditional four o'clock nap on Sunday in a food coma. <clears throat> Played against the Rams, Cooper Cup's return game. Puka Nakua still out here making people look silly. Um, and the Eagles looked good, not great. Did it finish uh, certain drives the way you would want? Um, but they still came out with a win to be 5-0. 23-14 was the final score. Um, Brennan, I will ask you first, do the Eagles have a red zone problem? And what will make the Rams look better on defense? As a fantasy holder of A.J. Brown, I would say, yes, Philly does have a red zone problem. They're not throwing it to A.J. Brown. He's the big body inside. He can body people out. He's he's a, a, a sure-handed catches for one twenty-seven. What more? Do you I know, need? but we—that's not what the question was. The question was: Is this a red zone issue? Okay. I think I know Devonta Smith is a fantastic wide receiver, and nobody is doubting that. I just think with his slight build, it is harder for him to kind of push and box his way out and get open in the red zone. I think that's why they went out and got AJ Brown. I think that's what they need to utilize. The run game has been almost non-existent, minus Jalen Hurts, um, for the Eagles in the red zone, in the red zone, <laughs> other than the tush push or the brotherly shove, whatever you guys call it. Um, but yeah, I think Philly, these are nitpicky things. I think Philly's a great team. I think we're just trying to find reasons why when they don't blow out teams, we're like, uh, um, uh, uh. Aaron Donald, just speaking on the Rams defense, Aaron Donald is carrying that team. I miss and, him. Well, yeah, but nobody thought everyone was like, oh, he was going to retire. He should have gotten out. But he, the season he's been playing well. And then I think the expectations were just all on him because he kind of did not really show up. I think the Eagles are great. I just think you need to target AJ Brown more because I need to win my fantasy league. All right. Clear up. <clears throat> uh, the red zone. I think it's the play calling um, that'll get cleaned up. Some of the things they're doing in the red zone, I'm just not loving uh, QB draws, QB powers when it looks obvious, feels obvious. Um, they had a, the one touchdown they got yesterday was a great pass to uh, Dallas Goddard. Great pass, great catch. Um, they need to incorporate Goddard more in the, when they get into that 20 yard and in space. Um and they got to stretch the field horizontally. And people need to take the right cut. I'm talking to you, Quez Watkins. It wasn't in the red zone. But there was a screen pass to Quez Watkins. And say what you will about Devontae Smith's small frame. He was posting up 
a DB. And A.J. Brown was posting up a DB. Quez could have went through the first gap that was covered by uh, A.J. Brown. Could have went through the second gap where Devontae was on the left. A.J. was on the right. He goes into the third opening, which elongates his uh, his route, allows people to crash and tackle him to stop him from getting a third, from getting a first down. Get it together. Get shortest route to where you need to go, please. Um, I do want to talk about the Eagles' defense, uh, and I have this question posed to our guest later for our second episode for today. Um, I think the Eagles' secondary doesn't look great. That is a combination of injuries for one, but I think it's also a big factor that the Eagles aren't getting the same percentage of pass rush at the rate they were getting last year when they had 70 seconds, the most like historical pass rush. They aren't getting that same pressure up front, which is putting more stress on the DBs, which is causing, which is asking them to do more. They still need to be better. Because <laughs> James Bradbury, I'm looking at you, my guy. You look kind of rough out there. Uh, do you think losing but, um, the DC has something to do with it? No, I, I actually like our DC because I will say in the second half, we cleaned it up. We made some adjustments. We got some sacks and um, the corners looked better. The Rams never scored in the second half. So that was our, always our biggest issue last year with John James Gannon, Jonathan Gannon. Um, he had no halftime adjustments. Whatever he started the game plan with, he was ending the game with. He never made adjustments at the half. Sean Desai at least looks to be doing that over the couple of weeks we've had here. That actually um, was okay season. until the Super Bowl. I know, right? It really the worked talent, out until like they the Super survived. Bowl. Yeah, until the Super Bowl. <laughs> but um, yeah, so uh, Sean Desai seems to be doing a good job of making adjustments, uh, seeing what the the opposing offense is giving and then taking it away. Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua, they went a little crazy in the first half. Second half, they were a little more quieter. The Rams had a lot more three and outs there. Um, the Rams, uh, also, I want to shout out, I think the Eagles have played the Rams, I think it's three, four, or five times somewhere in that range. Either way, the, the, in the last couple of times the Eagles have played uh, against the Rams, Aaron Donald has never had a sack. That's in, that's impressive. That is what you call a powerful, unstoppable offensive line. Um, double and triple teams, double or single teams, different stunts. You know, just finding different ways to make that a point of attack, make that a point yeah. of emphasis. Get the when ball the Eagles, out quicker, run away from him, run exactly. Towards him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, when the Eagles, whenever they like see. And this is the, the issue with San Francisco. They have so many of these type of guys. Whenever there's like a guy on a defense, they will attack that person mm-hmm. and just cause that person to think more, make more decisions, and get them out of their comfort zone. You won't have any about this free with rushes. Parsons in exactly. Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. You won't have any free rushes or anything like that. So that's a really good way that they go about attacking that. But for the Rams, Look, I have them going about nine and eight. They look really good. Um, Cooper Way better Cup than I thought. There. I had them at like twenty nine in the. Yeah, I know. Right? I would say Cooper Cup being there now with Puka Nakua, they seem to be functioning at a high rate. Matthew Stafford's still good. They need to establish and stick with the run more. I feel like uh, it's hard to do against the Eagles with the front they have with Jalen Carter and uh, John uh, Jordan Davis, but uh, they need to stick to the run. Um, and I think they'll be good with the receivers they have, with the talent that they have. 
Um, the defense obviously leads some stuff to be desired, but if the offense can click, the defense is good enough. I mean, you don't just stop the Eagles, you know, when they're in the Eagles were, I, I don't want to sound like I'm shitting on the Eagles. The Eagles were moving the damn ball. Mm-hmm. Like, so effectively and efficiently. Yeah, one interception that was... By the way, I got to talk about the interception. Oh, come on. We're past the time. Sorry. Now. Look, I gave you five full minutes. You took away a minute and a half from me. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jalen Hurts has thrown two interceptions in the effectively the same location in back-to-back weeks in the front uh, right side of the end zone. Both of those, not bad throws. Both of those were throws where... Either it's going out of bounds or my receiver has the chance to make a play. In both of those scenarios, the DBs made spectacular interceptions. Yeah. Spec, like, go back and look at the catch uh, the young man made. Damn, I'm old. Uh, the young man made for the Rams and the young man, because I don't know their names, the young man made for the Bucks. Uh, both of those were like, Oh, that's obviously his feet are out of bounds. No way he kept his. Wow, he dragged his feet in, huh? Well, this this guy's impressive. <laughs> All right, that is enough for the Eagles. Uh, Real quick, uh, Devonte Devonta Smith, uh, six foot, one hundred and seventy pounds. AJ Brown, six one, two thirty. So about sixty pounds geez. difference, which is insane. That they only play an the same inch. Position. That's kind of crazy. Devontae yeah. Smith. Who did you make like giant last the other day? It was a DJ Moore. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <last week. laughs> no, it wasn't DJ Moore. I was. Uh, God, now I can't even remember. I think it was DJ Moore. Stephon Diggs. Oh, it was Stephon Diggs. <laughs> six foot five, two hundred and ninety yeah. pounds. That's how I feel about AJ Brown. I think he's like six five. I think when I think of AJ Brown, I think of Alshon Jeffries. Alshon oh yeah, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Yeah, just a gigantic human being. Uh, I gotta find homie's name, but I will find his name and shout both of the guys who got those interceptions. Blankenship. Uh, that's our team. Read Blankenship. Oh, sorry. I'm- <laughs> Are you sure? Oh, the one more round. One more round. Do you want this? D Delaney. D Delaney. That's the Bucks one. Yeah, and then Devin White also got a pick. Yeah, yeah, I think he had two picks in that game. That was a weird game. So that was the Bucks one. Like fucking did them in. Uh, and then who else did you guys get a pick from? This game. Oh, uh, Akilo Witherspoon made a hell yeah, of a fucking that, interception. That's what I was going to say. Oh, and also the Rams have their first round pick. Remember years and years oh, ago? Oh, finally. Started, and we were like, they don't have a first round pick until 20,000. And God, who knows? <laughs> 2024, they will have their first round pick. Uh, is it theirs or did they make a trade to get I think it's back? a traded pick. I'm about to say, is it the Dolphins pick? <laughs> yeah, they don't have their own first round pick till 2026. Okay, I'm about to say, is it the Dolphins pick? Yeah, I think it's the Dolphins for Jalen Ramsey. Do you want me but to I, take this first one? I was going to say, do you want it? Because you you know I can go on if on it. Yeah, I'll, I got it. Um, clock is starting. All right, clock is starting. One minute on the clock. Dallas at San Francisco. This was going to be the battle of the Titans. Both huge NFC juggernauts coming into this game. Oh, my goodness. Who's going to take the NFC crown in this one game in week five? Um, yeah, Dallas didn't show up. Somebody forgot to call Dallas and tell him to get on the plane. It was uh, 42 to 10. 
the, the we talked. I I mentioned it earlier. Fred Maybe Warner show up. <laughs> yeah, Fred Warner is uh, amazing. There was one play where uh, you see it all the time where quarterbacks will kind of like give a, a shoulder lean or a pump fake or something and get out of it. Fred Warner on a blitz one time, like 12 yards to cover. Dak pump fakes him and then tries to slip. And Fred Warner is just so good. He like half jumped and then was like, nah, never mind. And just grabbed him and ripped him down. Uh, San Francisco didn't even really need McCaffrey in this game to do McCaffrey things. Uh, again, this is it's still early in the season. Uh, one thing I will say, though. I, I'm done doubting Brock Purdy. He's now uh, 12 and 0. But it's not. It's not that he's in like the fantastic. regular season. It's just, please. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yes, uh, in games that he has started and finished, he is 12 in and games 0. Games he started. Uh, what about the game he didn't finish? Huh? What <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> but I, I just want to say, as someone who went through Minshew mania, and you knew I'd bring it back to that. Uh, <laughs> Did not see this coming. I don't think it's that kind of a situation where, like, Gardner would like make these miraculous plays, and you're like, oh my god, oh, can he be like a? Not that a game manager kind of situation. Brock Purdy in this Kyle Shanahan offense is steady. He doesn't force anything. He makes plays when he needs to, but he doesn't always have to. So I I really, I think I believe in Brock Purdy. Yeah. I'm starting to believe in more and more um, because this can't continue to be a fluke. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, it's gone on long enough where it's like, all right, this is not a fluke. Now I don't think they're going to go 15 and Oh, in the regular, I don't think he's never going to lose a game. But um, no, he he's the right quarterback for this situation. It, it, I don't know who it who it's more an indictment on uh, Trey Lance himself, Kyle Shanahan himself, or uh, uh, John Lynch in the talent evaluation process of it. Because I mean, going into that draft, we had said he's only played one game in college. He only played one game going into that draft. Like that was twenty twenty. About Trey Trey Lance, yeah, he had Trey Lance had only played one game going into that. For that college football season, yeah, because that, yeah, um, yeah, because that he played the year before, and then he played one game, and then yeah, started. and then then well, and then their season was shut down because COVID and everything. Yeah, so it was like, oh man, you really want to put your stock in something that you know you just don't have as many data points on. Well, it's um, a real chicken or the egg thing because it's like he didn't play enough, and it's like, yeah, but the NFL is not the time to get your reps. Yeah, in. that's so not where like, you get your reps. Yeah. In, so, and then the only times he got to play, he. He played but four games. One was in a monsoon. Like yeah. it wasn't a great. Uh, it wasn't a great. It know, wasn't a big enough sample size. Yeah, the sample size wasn't large enough to be like, hey, he's a failure. So I, I hesitate to call him a buzz. I just think it didn't work out. So, yeah. um, and Brock Purdy is like one of those guys who was in college for forever at Iowa State. And Five years, yeah. I think uh, his dad played baseball, college. Ba- I want to say his dad played college baseball at the University of Miami. We'll talk about later, uh, or we won't. We don't have to actually. Um, we could just take college football off the list entirely. I'm fine but, with that. <laughs> but um, so yeah, no. Uh, this team is legit. They have talent at all positions. Dallas, man, I tried to <laughs> try to tell people, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> I try to tell people, man. Uh, they thought Brandon Cooks would be the thing um, when they got him. Uh, I told you guys, he's not going to do much. He's gone yep. to a lot of places, hasn't done a lot. They tried to tell me CeeDee Lamb is a number one. No, he ain't. <laughs> he's best in the slot. Not really great for your number one receiver to not be a number one, re- a fake number one receiver. There's a, there's a, and for those who have seen, um, 
Ted Lasso. Sorry, this is the Cowboys like funeral to a degree, so I got I got to tap dance a little bit. Um, <laughs> there, if you've seen Ted Lasso, there's a formation in soccer called a false nine. It's basically you have somebody in the striker position, but they're not really your striker. They're, they continue to kind of move the ball around, and they're a winger who's just in the 10 position, in the striker position. CeeDee Lamb is a false X. <laughs> he's yeah. not a number one receiver. He's, a, he's the best receiver on your team, but he's not a number one receiver. And this vaunted defense got marked all up and down on. Um, and Dak, three interceptions. Hey, how, how, tell me how that tastes. You said you were going to cut down on your, your turnovers and whatnot. Yeah. Don't look like it, my boy. Don't look like it, my boy. But all right. That's enough. Brock Purdy's dad, Sean Purdy, drafted in the 87, 88, and 90 MLB amateur draft. <laughs> Finally went to the Los Angeles Angels in the professional uh, after college um, at the University of Miami in 1991. That's right. it. That's all I have for Sean Purdy. You 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 ended it like there was more to come. <laughs> so no, I was no. bounced around the MLB for a little while. Also, Tony Pollard, not a real number one back. It's really we, we good when that. you're. The, we had uh, that. We had that, baby. It's good when you uh, you're alleviating somebody. You know, you can you can give that change of pace, but when it's your workload, it's a little different. Also, didn't get enough carries. Kind of abandoned the run. Kind of had to because all the turnovers. Yeah, I would have abandoned the run too once I touched 41-0. One more run. Ah, the Natty Hackett Bowl. Uh, The Denver Broncos hosted the New York Jets. Um, The Broncos stink. I mean, there's just just no way to put it at this point. Um, there's a funny stat where they've lost to their former ball boy, their former head coach, a former defensive coach. No, their former head coach, two former head coaches, because uh, Vic Fangio was, is the D coordinator, but he was a former yep. head coach. They've lost to many people who have been in their uh, organization before. Um, when you lose to Zach Wilson, I mean... Says a lot. I don't think Vance Joseph is long for this job. I think he will be fired midseason. Uh, Brees Hall, who was hurt last year in the game against Denver, uh, buck 77, 22 carries. He looked like the guy we thought he was going to be, um, which makes you scratch your head and wonder why. One, Dalvin Cook went there. And one and two, why did they sign Dalvin Cook? Um I understand talent acquisition get more good than bad in the event that somebody gets hurt, but that was a Rogers decision, though. Man, Ev, not the greatest. Because Rogers was like, "Did you see Brees Hall? First of all, he's coming back from an injury, and second of all, have you seen him in pass pro? We're gonna go get Dalvin Cook." <laughs> um, Russell, it's so weird because he's not playing terribly. Yeah, but he's not. He's not contributing to wins, one, which is always, you know, the barometer for a quarterback. But he's also the the errand plays are just at the worst times. It's like when Stephen A talks about the Cowboys. When you least when you least expect it or when you least need it, is when the fuck up finally happens. If the fuck up is in the first half, nobody remembers, you know, you can kind of bury it. When it's the last play on offense, it's like, ah, can't get away from that one. Can't really get away from that one. One more round. All right. The New York Giants at 
I was just Googling this real quick. You know the Chicago... I thought it was the Denver Broncos, but it's the Chicago Bears have the first and second pick overall right now. Oh, yeah. Carolina. Good job. Yeah. Uh, all right. So the New York Giants um, at Miami playing in that heat. You don't want to play in that heat. Um, obviously, the Dolphins win 31 to 16. Five of the fastest plays in the NFL have all been by Dolphins this season. Uh, a Not a chain, a Chan. Uh, looks like the man out there, uh, he's coming back from... Uh, he, he just picked up an injury. Yeah, he's just picked... That's what I was trying to say. He just got injured, but he should be all right for the rest of the season. Tyreek Hill, we all know the cheetah, fastest man on the planet. Uh, the thing I wanted to touch on quickly, though, the Giants did have some... It's a very lopsided loss. The, the, like, the Giants lost this game. They're not very good. But <clears throat> they... Tua Tungavaloa threw two picks, and the one was a pick six. Like there are signs where it's like, if you can't rack up a bunch of points, you might be in trouble against a real team. And we saw that against the Bills. Uh, so I this doesn't give me a ton of confidence in the Dolphins. It gives me more confidence in the fact that I thought the Giants weren't going to be very good. Um, my favorite stat from this game: the do- the Giants' defense now has more, more first half touchdowns. <laughs> Than the Giants' offense. That's hilarious. <laughs> that pick six too was like a weird. This is when the oh game was gosh. still close. Did so you see ridiculous. it? Yeah, 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 the game was still close, and then two. I don't. He's seeing Sam Darnold ghosts out there. He just uh, way overthrew it. Um, but yeah, no. Shout out to the Dolphins' offense. Uh, a can one fifty one on eleven carries. That's. It's not real. <laughs> Do you, so real quick, I just want to throw this out here since the next game, we don't really have to touch on too hard. Uh, no. Rookie of the year. Do you think that's gotten shaken up or you think it's still Stroud? Um, the longer Stroud goes without an interception, I think it, it's going to be him. It has to be Stroud. We right? love giving it to quarterbacks. Like They um, do. I hate it, but yeah. What was it? Uh, Herbert got it over. Was it Justin Jefferson? I feel like it's just yeah. Justin Jefferson that year, and Herbert yeah. got it. Um, so yeah, they they'll give it to a quarterback before they give it to a, a, any other position, really. Um, but yeah, uh, another tap dance on a grave. Uh, sorry, Daniel Jones got hurt, suffered a neck injury in this game, had to be taken out. But I told y'all they weren't good. I mean, what what so more do you been, need to hear? It's been kind of weird. Uh, going back to how not good they are. No, I was sorry. The, oh. the offensive rookie of the year. It was Garrett Wilson, Jamar Chase, then Justin Herbert, then Kyler Murray, then Saquon, then Alvin Kamara. So it hasn't been all okay. quarterback. But well, I mean, the question rookie is, of the year, it's were a little their different. quarterbacks worthy of it in those yeah, other seasons? That's true. I was like, because my thing was always, if it was Justin Jefferson, I don't think Herbert should have got it. This is did, crazy. Did Justin Jefferson get it? I, I missed a couple of names on it. It was Garrett Wilson. Who else? Garrett Wilson, Jamar Chase, Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert. Yeah, so just, that was Justin Jefferson's year. Yeah, 2020, yeah. Yeah, yeah he should have gotten it that year. Percy Harvin got it in 09? Really? Yeah, he was he was a stud for the Vikings. And I remember his, playing against him in college. Uh, look, we always got to bring it back to you in college. Uh, Anquan Bolden got it for the Cardinals. All into the next one. one more the Cardinals drafted Bolden? Yeah, they drafted Bolden and they drafted Larry Fitzgerald. I remember when they, they were to together. Yeah, they were like the most sure-handed uh, wide oh, receiver yeah. core. Couldn't outrun anybody, but the could most not run a could not you run get caught a snail. by a middle linebacker in that receiving core. <laughs> could not run a snail, but we're tough as nails. It took you yeah. everything to bring them down. 
Especially and you Anquan were Bolden. never getting a pass breakup. Those hands. Remember when Anquan Bolden went to the Ravens? I do. Didn't they? Did, 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 he won the a, Super Bowl with them, yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah, the flag yeah, yeah, yeah. here. Him and Torrey Smith. Man, that was such a great. great Torrey Smith was so fast. So fast. <laughs> God, look oh. at us. All right. All uh, right. Last one. Last game. I got it. Uh, Brennan, as predicted. The Detroit Lions will win the NFC North. They are four and one. Jared Goff. Sometimes you need a little TLC. The Rams gave up on them. You know they went for the they went for that old thing. You know that flashy thing uh, in Matthew Stafford. Jared Goff, steady hands, steady Eddie. He's not gonna wow you, but he's going. He's not gonna give it away. He's not gonna throw it away. He, he will. Well, actually, that's not true. He, he's a big pick six guy, but um. He doesn't throw a lot of them, but when he, he does, he doesn't throw a lot. Of them, but when he does, they're bad. <laughs> but uh, no, having David Montgomery has helped them a ton. Uh, Jamar Gibbs missed this game, um, and uh, what's my boy's name? Amon Ross St. Brown also missed this game. Um, so they did it with the collection of guys they had. Jameson Williams was back from suspension, didn't get that much action, but uh, he's out there, and they're going to incorporate him more in the coming weeks and. This is a good team. This is a good team. This is a fun team. They're going to do a lot of things here that are going to surprise us as far as making the playoffs alone. Just the Detroit Lions winning a division one. Yeah, they're not going to have to like battle with anybody or anything like that. Uh, there was a uh, a lot of talk that they rested uh, Gibbs and St. Brown just because of that Bucks game that's coming up. That's going to be a big NFC battle. Mm. Who would have thought? After week three, we'd be saying that would be a big <laughs> NFC battle. Big NFC battle. Baker Mayfield, hot take, never fucking went anywhere. Well, it's three and one, so. He's not back. He never <laughs> went anywhere. Oh, oh, oh. Carolina and the Browns can suck it. Uh, can I say one thing? I, 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 Did I you don't, see that? I don't, I don't, I'm not here for Bryce Young being in the NFL. I, oh, I need, I need sorry, him yeah. gone. I need, he looks so small. I believe it makes me we feel like it makes me feel like a crime against humanity is being enacted. Probably not the best words when you know actual crimes against humanities are being enacted in other places of the world. But Bryce Young being out mean, there though. looks like it's like when you take your little brother and like make him like fight. Yeah, the, the, it looks like he's gonna get hurt out there. Yeah, it, like it's like, like it's unfair. Geez, man, it is. he is so small. I thought you were going to say about the Baker gay stuff, which is hilarious. The Baker what? You didn't see these clips? No. What? He's just a dog, man. He's out there like, that got my dick hard, guys. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> just being being fucking the man, dude. That's what white people call being the man. <laughs> All right. On to the thing. That touchdown I've got my dick hard. Of trying to avoid since. You got to see this play. clip. Uh, send it to me. I'll watch it. No, I'll assess on how white it is. Uh, upsets. We had a couple upsets this week. We had uh, college Oklahoma. football, baby. Oklahoma on the last, I think it was the last possession of the game, uh, scored a touchdown to take it away from Texas. They won 34 30. Oklahoma in the last of the Red Rival rivalries in as uh, members of the Big 12. Um, they will now move to the SEC starting next year. Uh, USC narrowly avoided an upset 
uh, from Arizona. Caleb Williams didn't have his best game through the air, but he had three touchdowns on the ground. I watched the uh, last the end of regulation in overtime of that game. That was a fun one to watch. Texas A&M put up a fight against Alabama, but Alabama went and walked away with it. UCLA, is Chip Kelly still coaching at UCLA? Are they just never going to fire him? Yeah, um, he's still I there. guess he's finally gotten it together to some degree. Uh, they beat Washington State, who were ranked 13. UCLA was unranked. Uh, they won 25 to 17. Uh, Any more? LSU almost got upset. Uh, they won, though, 49 to 39. And Wyoming upset Fresno State 24 to 19. No more other upsets. Happened in nothing. You can't think of anything else. No, no, no. Did it, I, what happened with FAU this week? Uh, FAU won. Oh, good on good on them. Yeah, uh, we beat um, Tulsa, which has got given us problems in the past. Oh, Tulsa, Tulsa, Golden Hurricanes. Are they still? Yeah. Are they Remember still the when they were good last year? What was it last year? Or the year no, before? No, it was Tulane. Tulane was leading the league. Oh, in green waves. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we are now two and three, one and zero in the conference, though. So we still have a chance to to make it to the playoffs. Is Tulsa oh, no, still the Golden Hurricanes? The American doesn't get. Yes, they are. The American doesn't get a, an automatic bid. No, of course not. You guys don't deserve it. Uh, speaking of hurricanes, wow. Yeah, speaking of not right. deserving, uh, <laughs> let's talk about not deserving. Did you see what I was doing there, Golden Hurricane? Golden Hurricane. Uh, yeah. Did you see what I was speaking, doing there with the not yeah, deserving? I know. I know. I, I, I took. I took a shot. I took a pot shot. Um, Dick. Uh, so, I've been uh, beside myself since Saturday. Um, Miami had a night game. They I wore the link in the chat. Okay. Uh, Miami had a night game. They wore dumb jerseys, uh, dumb black jerseys. I gotta um, see these jerseys. Oh yeah, you hate the black jerseys. I hate all alternate jerseys. You fucking stand on stand on tradition stand on what you stand on god dang it like it should be cool to wear the team colors that's all i'm trying to say but yeah we wore these stupid outrageous ridiculous jerseys um and we did the dumbest thing i've ever seen um this is probably man this is worse than middle tennessee state this is worse than Middle Tennessee State. It's not no as way. bad as a national champion. I'll tell you why in a second. This is not as bad as the national championship, obviously, because it's a national championship. And we were robbed. But, Brennan, uh, as you know, I've been a uh, student, a child at the knee of ESPN for a long time. Long time. And one of my people, one of the people I've always liked at ESPN, Back to his ESPN radio days, Sports Center. He's doing Sports Center again. Scott Van Pelt. SVP. And he's always had this segment called Bad Beats. And you see plays of teams making ridiculous decisions late in games. And they just leave you stunned. Like, how can somebody be so stupid? So so egotistical to make these decisions to lead to your fan base and your team just wondering, just sitting in shock and awe, just wondering why. 
Why was this done? And Mario Cristobal, he did it to me. He broke me. He, he broke me. Somehow, somehow, I was able to stay composed on Saturday. I think it's because my lady was here. And I don't want her to see the... And I, I'm trying to hold back the overzealous sports fan in me. Um, especially in losses, because that's when it, you know, that's yeah. when the, the ghost comes out the chamber. So I can't even say fucking analogies right right now. But um, did you, you were see right. This? These uniforms this? suck. Yeah, they're terrible. Uh, the, like the, what's the green, the green logo? If the green was like, the helmet looks cool. The black looks fine. The outline trim looks fine. The green on the number is too soft. The green to give the yeah, that's, I don't look. like that. It's so ridiculous. And then the sleeve, they have like this cutout thing. And if you look in the details, it's like there's like a tree that's being blown back by wind. It's a hurricane thing, but it looks silly. Like yeah, in a looks, uniform set. I was like, oh, all black uniforms are cool. And then that neon green, I was like, not yeah. these. I don't like these. Yeah. It needed to be a darker green. It needed to be the traditional yeah. green on the that number. traditional like dark, dark, dark. Yeah. Green. But uh, did you see? Did you see that in this game, Brennan? I know you were doing yeah. shows up in Philadelphia. You had a, you had a chance to see this. I didn't see the end live. I, I after I heard about what happened, I was like, there's what? And so yeah. I went back and watched it. So yeah. Um, Mario Cristobal took full responsibility, but he should. It was his fault. You don't I was about to say, he had no choice but to. Uh, for those who didn't see, the Miami Hurricanes had the ball with under a minute left, already procured a first down, could knee- take two knees, and end the game. Uh, that is not what they did. That is not what they did. They decided to instead... Mario Cristobal likes to close games out like a like a strong man, like a big strong man. So I'm just keep oh, you're a big strong boy. I'm keep you, running Mario? down your face. We're we're never gonna let up on the gas. So he decided to run the ball with the game clock under 40 seconds. Snap the ball with like three four seconds on the play clock. That is important to know because under 40 seconds, you had time to take a knee. And finish the game. That did not happen. They handed Georgia the Tech ball. was out of timeouts at this point. Georgia Tech was out of timeouts. They handed the ball off. I won't say the player's name because the player did nothing wrong, honestly. Um, handed the ball off. The ball was stripped. The ball was loose. The ball was recovered by Georgia Tech. The play was reviewed. The play was reviewed. And they determined to stick with the play call on the field. It was not a fumble. It was patently not a fumble. The player's elbow was down on the ground before the Georgia Tech player went in there and clawed and dig for like another two seconds and then finally got it loose. His elbow was down. But besides the point, he should have never been put in that position by his coaching staff. And then the defense and the coaching staff just did not tell their players, hey, guard the end zone with your life. This is prevent time. They don't have any timeouts. They have to throw to the sideline. But instead, the quarterback for Georgia Tech does a little scramble drill. Everyone breaks contain. 
leaving the safeties vulnerable because they've also broken containment, started breaking towards the ball. Receiver gets behind them. Game ends on a touchdown by Georgia Tech. I don't know if you can tell by the sound of my voice, but I am I am vexed just recapping this. Uh, it is uh, one of those bizarre losses where you're like, what happened? In a pass, in a pass iteration of me, uh, girlfriend not here, uh, my th- my phone may have been broken. I may have not been able to text Brennan about doing the show today because I would have tossed my phone clear across the room. Uh, TV would have been in, in Toss danger. Toss is underselling. Uh, TV would have been in danger because my immediately, my instant reaction was just to throw the phone right at the TV. But instead, I just closed the TV and I just sat in silence for a second. And the lady who was on TikTok was like, what's going on? And I was like, oh, nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Just, just nothing. No, nothing. No, I'm, I'm fine. And I just proceeded to seethe through different text messages and group chats and through Twitter uh, for the next until like 2 a.m. It actually it actually uh, <laughs> I had a cool moment with Renee Montgomery, uh, former WNBA player, now owner of the Atlanta Dream. Um, Your Atlanta Dream. My Atlanta Dream. Thank you. Um, but she was tweeting at around like 1.30 and uh, I responded and said, Renee, why are we both up? And I've responded to her in other instances and she's responded to me before. And she was like, I'm waiting for my wife to get back home. She's out with some friends. I got some wings and whatnot. So that once they get back, they can just eat and go to sleep. I was like, wow, that's looking out. And she was like, why are you up? I was like, still just processing Miami. Miami loss and she was like dang I'm sorry and I was like yeah it's fine yeah, Miami baby <laughs> yeah uh, all right. so we're done with college football for the rest of the year there will be no more mention of it America's uh, favorite game is going outside on. of who's up who's down who's in who's out Brandon let's do a quick rapid fire one I'm only going to tell you the big ins and outs the big ups and downs and the top five teams uh, so who's in, who's out, who's up, who's down? Uh, what would you like first, Brennan? Who's in, who's out? Who's in, who's out? Uh, somehow Miami is not out. We landed at 25. Uh, Missouri, after losing to LSU, they are out. And Fresno State, after losing to Wyoming, they are out. Who's in, UCLA, after beating Washington State, jumped all the way up to number 18. And Kansas, I don't know who the hell they played, but they're 5-1, and one, and they are... 23rd now for who's up who's down the biggest winners and losers uh Notre Dame after losing to Louisville fell 11 spots Miami after suffering their loss dropped eight spots Washington State after their loss dropped six spots Texas after their loss dropped six spots um biggest winners Louisville after beating Notre Dame jumped up 11 spots they're now ranked four uh 14th uh and Oklahoma jumped seven spots going to number five Top five consists of Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Florida State, and Oklahoma. So I do want to point out USC fell to number 10. That defense will be their downfall. They do not. They look, I said, you know, Colorado's best win, uh, best prospects of getting a win over Oregon and USC. It was going to be USC. US, the West is going to come down to USC versus Oregon, possibly. Um, Washington is, right now is ranked ahead of both of them. Jesus Christ. Did not see that one coming. Um, but yeah, Caleb Williams is really good, but his defense is 
Really bad. Moving on. Moving on. To the baseball playoffs. Brennan, do you think we could contact Tyler? Think we could get him on the show? Uh yeah, we could probably get him on here. You, you coming think, up. You think he you think he'd want to come on? You you're not aware. I'm guessing you're not aware. No, of course he doesn't want to come on the fucking podcast to talk about his beloved Doyers. Uh, you're not aware. You don't. You don't know what happened. That's why you look the at me like this. Dodgers are out. No, they're not out yet. They're down two zero. Uh, in the first game, they're about was, to get swept. In the first game, it was the first time ever in the history of baseball where a pitcher gave up five straight. Hits and earned runs before registering their first out. You want to know who that pitcher was? The man I've been calling a false ace from the jump. Clayton Kershaw. He doesn't have the stuff anymore. And in the postseason, he never had the stuff. Yeah, he gave up six. They took him out after one third inning. Not the ideal situation there. Um, So, yeah, the teams that advanced were the Rangers, the Twins, the uh, the Phillies and the Diamondbacks. My Marlins were not able to keep it going. Blue Jays were not as well. Um, I was off on the Rays. I would say the Rays weren't able to do it as well. Or the it was Brewers. all sweeps too. They I was about to say all were two O's. All were the against what I predicted. Um, right now we have each series is well. We have one two O series. Uh, the Orioles are down to the Rangers. Uh, the Twins and the Astros are tied up. Um, and the Dodgers are down and the Phillies lost in kind of a heartbreaking fashion yesterday. They were up for most of that game. Good. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't get what you're, you're hate for after my weekend in Philadelphia. I hope they fucking lose everything. Well, Hey, 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 except now. the Eagles. <laughs> you calm your ass down. There, buddy. Um, yeah, the Phillies were up for the first half of this game in the sixth inning. The, the Braves finally got on the board, and then they took a lead. And then Michael Harris made one of the most spectacular plays uh, in the outfield, robbing a, a at least a double, if not a triple, from Castellanos um, and getting it in field to Austin Riley, who made a great play at first to get Bryce Harper, Bryce Harper out, who had overran, overran second base. So... Uh, that series is not now tied one one. Uh, Brennan, who you got coming on coming out of these series? I don't know. I don't even want to guess anymore. I was so wrong. <laughs> um, I don't know. Let's say ball. I want Baltimore to do well, but they're down 0-2. Texas. That's a kind of a cool story since they weren't very good the last couple of years. It's all been the Houston Astros. Uh, I don't like the Houston Astros because they're cheaters. Um, but for Tyler's sake, let's say the Dodgers. The Dodgers rally back. The Dodgers rally back. I want all four series. Give me all four series. Who you got? I don't even know all four series. Okay, you got the Twinkies and you got the, the Houston Astros. The Astros will win that just because they're better. Okay. Uh, I kind of want got the Baltimore. I got the Baltimore's coming out over Texas. You got Baltimore storming back? Storming back over Texas. I got Texas in that one. No. Phillies, Braves. Oh, the Braves, 100%. Okay, uh, I'm gonna say the Braves and hope that uh, I get things wrong again, Kyle. So I'm not. I don't want to jinx you. I'm gonna try to reverse jinx you, Kyle. I'm not because Philly <laughs> destroyed me this weekend. And that uh, it's a tough town, man. A, look, they say New York. If you can't make it there, you can't make it anywhere. If you can't make it out of Philly, <laughs> you know where you can't make it. Doing a comedy show for 150 middle-aged professional women. Hey, 
I mean, some people probably could do it. Um, uh, like how you didn't throw black in there. Uh, yeah, why would I throw that in there? You got the Dodgers coming out. I got the Diamondbacks. I got the Diamondbacks. The only way it's relevant is because it was five straight white men on the lineup. They didn't Damn, even get a five. Lady. Yeah, this Booker is a fucking moron. Dude. Jeez. The host went up and was like, "What the fuck's going on?" And in unison, all the women went, mm, "There will be no cursing tonight." We were oh, all like, "Oh, jeez." Yeah. Okay, that's not. Look, you sent me that text. That is not a you fault thing, buddy. Oh no, it was yeah, no. That is a situational hazard. We are well over an hour, so we got to be quick in the quickets. All right, let's move it. You'll be surprised how quick and quick Neyman hits quick hit. Ah, game one of the WNBA playoffs finally took place. I'm going to do all this in two minutes. Game one of the WNBA playoffs finally took place. The Las Vegas Aces won 99 to, I can't remember how much the Liberty had because I don't have enough time to pull it up here. I got to keep going. Not here for some reason. That's annoying. Uh, Also, expansion has been announced. Uh, The first team that has been announced is going to be in the Bay Area. So shout out to the Bay Area. Um, I have the Aces winning this in four games. I think their rotation is nice and tight. Uh, Their players are, they're built for this. They were here last year. They know how to win Um, the, uh, the, Players on the Liberty, they have Vandersloot and they have uh, 82. Brianna Stewart. 82. Uh, they have Vandersloot and Brianna Stewart who have won, but John Quill Jones has not won. Uh, Sabrina Inescu has not won yet. So that is going to, they're going to, they're going to have some growing pains. They're a super team put together in one off season, whereas the Aces have been together. Their core has been together for four or five years at this point. Um, more like three, four years at this point. But uh, on to Fulham, MLS, quick MLS, Inter-Miami, they lost. They're not making the playoffs. Fulham, Fulham won. They beat Sheffield United uh, 3-1, a goal yeah, from Tom did. Kearney, a goal from Bobby Decadova-Reed, and a goal from, oh, who got the third one? Oh, William. William got the third one. Also, they're not going to give Tom Kearney his goal because it was spectacular. He shot it. It hit the goalkeeper jumped. It went over the goalkeeper, off the crossbar, off the back of the goalkeeper, into the net. They're going to call it an own goal. That's nonsense. bullshit. Fucking ridiculous. My 10 is better than your 10, baby. Shout out to TC. But, um, yeah, it was a great get-right game. Um, uh, We looked a lot cleaner, a lot sharper, made some changes to the lineup there. Things look to be on the up and up. Uh, we got a couple games after the international break here that are going to be interesting to say the least. We got Man United, uh, which is going to be a real test. But after that, uh, a little smooth sailing. <sighs> All right. Good job. Thank you. On to the press conference. And we'll bring you the press conference in its entirety. <laughs> All right, Only Brandon. in the fucking Premier League can you win a game 3-1 and drop three spots in the table. We dropped three? I don't... We're down to 12. No, we were at 13. We went up a spot. Oh. Yeah, no, nah, that Chelsea loss, we went down. I'm yeah. sorry. I didn't see it since the since before the Chelsea loss. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. We were at 10 and then <laughs> yeah, we dropped we were at 13. 10, the Chelsea loss. Well, we had the tie with Crystal Palace and then the yep. loss to Chelsea. So, yeah, we went down to 13. So, we went up a spot. What's um, this? What's all this talk about Holland? Holland? Yeah, for Man City. They're big, he's, giant striker. He's great. Well, no, I guess they're trying to... Real Madrid's trying to t- t- snag him. Um, that would destroy Man City. Sorry, I shouldn't have done that. I yeah, didn't mean did. to bring that up. <laughs> 
to remove Holland. Oh, it just broke a minute ago. I know. Man Breaking news here on the podcast. Holland contract clause to fend off. Huh. I wonder what the clause is. I'd have to look into it. I have no idea right now. Uh, Wayne Rooney got fired from DC United, by the way. It's a little fun. Did he? Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. And uh, Chelsea forward Hazard retired. At I was about to say, Eden ha- Hazard retired. Former Chelsea. He was at Madrid last. But um, yeah, he's a good dude. He played uh, for the golden era of uh, Belgian football with De Bruyne and Romeo Lukaku. So, yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to say. Uh, Eden Hazard. Hate him as a Chelsea player, uh, but heck of a player. Fine man, fine gentleman. Uh, so, yeah. All right, Brennan, where can we find you? <laughs> At Brennan T. Comedy on all Hold social on, media. Sorry, I just remembered something. Did you see this about the next World Cup? No. Oh, the different places? They're going to play in six different countries yeah, on three different countries. It's co- fucking ridiculous. Sorry, go ahead now. <laughs> You're right. It's the fucking stupidest thing in the world. At Brennan T. Comedy on all social media. BrennanTComedy.com. Um... I got shows coming up in uh, New York, so check the website. Uh, you can also check out my one-man show, X Drinking Buddy, patreon.com slash Brennan Tassif, or listen to my other podcast. Joe Dorville was my guest this week. He has a new album coming out. Uh, comes out tomorrow. Uh, yep. But yeah, the podcast is uh, Brennan Tassif is your X Drinking Buddy. If you just Google X Drinking Buddy podcast, you can find it anywhere you listen to podcasts. Joe. All right, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorville. That's Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorville. You can find this show's Twitter and Instagram at Hearing Press. Uh, don't forget to check out all the other shows on the Anulo Network. That's Who Does a Podcast. We just did a Little Shop of Horrors. We're doing Sweeney Tide next week. Uh, and Anulo, the big show where we just talk about wacky shit. You know, what favorite Chinese, what's our favorite go to Chinese meal? So things like there that. You go. <laughs> I mean, what more do you need in life? You know? Um, but yeah, that and I make a drink on there, and I talk about that on Brennan's show too. Hoo hoo, little yes. energy there. Uh, yeah, new album coming out tonight at midnight. Tomorrow, for you know, normal people, when you wake up, you'll you can you'll find it uh, on all DSPs. It's called Outside by Headphone Joe. No, no E in the phone. Uh, yeah, Brennan, get me out of here so we can do some get eats and pre production for our next thing. Absolutely, and that's why we play the game. Hello, hello, you shout out. Dominic Foxworth. That'll make sense in a minute.